What up, guys? RK here. And if you didn't know already, we are doing an awesome challenge with awesome prizes for an awesome app. It's WGT World Golf Tour, and it's a really, really fun app to play. I think a lot of you have already jumped in and started getting in on this. It's like the BSN Open, except no one has to actually show up anywhere. You can do it from the comfort of your own couch. You go to freewgt.com. You go to Game Modes. You click closest to the hole challenge. You go to Wolf Creek, and you play the first hole, and whoever gets the closest is going to get their choice of a gift card, which has a higher value, or you can get some merch from the BSN Denver merch shop if you're from out of town. You're going to have to get it close because people are hacking it in there, but if you participate every week, you have a chance for the grand prize, which is jersey or tickets to a game, which is pretty awesome. Get in there now, freewgt.com, and Ryan... <laughs> It is. You, you got you to gotta be an ace in the hole to win this one. Yeah, the competition is <laughs> stiff. <laughs> stiff, stiff, stiff. All right, let's jump in and do this podcast. Broncos country is Sitting in the south stands Drinking the curves from mile high The best part of the week Hugging a perfect stranger Cause they become a friend Having a good time when the orange and blue W-I-N Tuning in every day with the good folks down at BSN Welcome into the BSN Broncos podcast A Is it Monday? What day is it? It's mo- it sure yeah okay it's Monday. it's Monday on the podcast and that is good because it means we are in the final preseason week which honestly isn't that good but it's better than not being in the final preseason week and being in like the second to last preseason week it's the final countdown I could I couldn't go any further that's all I know just it just repeats in my mind. I think the first line is like we're living together. <laughs> but I don't I don't know anything else after that. This is just becoming a singing podcast. Oh man, and the funny part is we're like right there's only a thin wall between us and the rest of the media here. They probably think we are the weirdest. Well, they already thought that. I'll tell you what, they just when people talk in here, there's some side eyes and some some sighs and gasps. If they hear us singing, I'm sure that'll only continue. I'm so sick of everyone around here being so <laughs> sour all the time. But, I mean, five preseason weeks will do that to you. Yeah, there was something that happened earlier today where you and I definitely made eye contact during a press conference. Oh, my <laughs> God. Like, now I'm rolling my eyes just like they did. <laughs> I, I, there's a lot of animosity floating around <laughs> these parts. But you're right. It, it is because of this fifth preseason, and we're here. We're finally here, Ryan. We are five days away from cut day. And then after you make it over that hump, it's the regular season. You can take a deep breath. You know the team. You know what's going to happen with Drew Locke. You know the backup quarterback for the most part. And then it's about football. It's about the starters. It's about Joe Flacco. It's about um, Von Miller. It's about the Oakland Raiders on Monday Night Football. But we already know three people that won't be there. I was going to say, sure feels like cut day was today <laughs> yeah. uh, because some notable names have been chopped from the roster, and two of the three are a pretty big surprise to me. The first one that came down this morning was Zach Kerr. You and I both had Zach Kerr as a lock 
to make this roster. Not only did the team give him a two-year, $5 million deal. Was it six? Five. Five. In the offseason, uh, he was playing really well. Like, I-, I can't stress that enough. He was making plays during practice, made plays in the preseason, and most of all, he is universally loved in this building by the players and the coaches. So when that came down, um, it was like, okay, I-, I thought there was a chance we might have a no-surprise team this year because <laughs> there's so many it's they're just not that deep so i thought any player that you know could play in the nfl isn't going to get cut from this team i was wrong can zach Kerr play in the nfl yeah man he's proved it and then the other one dakota watson who can absolutely play in the nfl he's proved it for nine years and Bo- he was tearing up the preseason oh, and, and and he he's <laughs> The Broncos special teams needs all the help they can get. Right now, with no Andy Janovich, he's their best special teamer. He was. He was. They cut him, moved on from it, and then he was where he was tearing it up was at outside linebacker, rushing the passer. I mean, well, maybe it was two games ago. He was chasing down quarterbacks on multiple plays. That shocked me because with Zach Kerr, I guess you can make a case that Mike Purcell has been in the backfield often, that Deshaun Deshaun Williams has been in the backfield often. At outside linebacker, you have Malik Reed, who we've said is a lock. Maybe we shouldn't be saying he's a lock anymore, but no, I think I'm very confident in that. And uh, I guess you can make a case that Justin Hollins is just filling that outside linebacker role. But outside of that, who is there? Between Malik Reed and Justin Hollins? Outside of those two guys. No one. So they're just saying that Justin Hollins is an outside linebacker, or at least taking that spot. They're going with two rookies behind Vaughn Miller and Bradley Chubb, rather than a nine-year vet. That you asked me last week, or maybe it was after Saturday's game, you said, do you think there's a chance he leads the NFL all-time in preseason sacks? I mean, he dominates the pre. (laughs) He had four... The last preseason he was here with the Broncos. Yeah. He went on to become a special teams captain that year. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now he's gone. Uh, and I guess hat tip to the Broncos for doing this today. Um, if you're gonna, <laughs> There's never a good time to fire someone. But if you're going to fire someone, do it so they have a chance. Because guess what? In less than a week, a thousand dudes, like I think it's actually like a thousand players, will be without jobs. And, and if you get cut then, you are completely lost in the shuffle. You think both these guys – get picked up I I certainly assume so I mean there has to be a team out there looking for defensive line depth Zach Kerr is prime defensive line depth and there has to be someone out there that could use a pass rusher like I think like Dakota Watson played snaps at outside linebacker like uh, a a significant amount of snaps at the outside linebacker for the 49ers last year so uh he can play too and I know everyone needs pass rushers so did the Broncos just feel good enough about how their special teams looked on Saturday because Vic Fangio said it improved did they improve that much where they're saying okay we don't need Dakota as a veteran great special teamer can I put on a tinfoil hat for a second please you like a you like a good tinfoil (laughs) hat moment I need that on a Monday uh the the 49ers didn't want to give up Rich Gangarello right Mm. you already know where i'm going wow i thought this is pretty deep <laughs> am i right they yep. uh they blocked the first interview request they blocked everyone's interview request then finally said okay the broncos can interview him. no one else yep broncos hired him what's to say they didn't say we'll give you rich gangarello for a fifth round pick and during the draft mm. we'll just trade you 
uh, Dakota Watson, then you'll cut him, and then we'll pick him back up. Hmm. Interesting. Do you, you like? tell Do you tell Dakota this plan? I don't think Dakota can be privy to the plan. <laughs> but he was still chummy with his boys out there in San Francisco when they came out here. He certainly was. He certainly was. And I know they like Dakota Watson out there in San Fran. Hmm. And if you think you have the next guy as an offensive coordinator, that's un- unquestion- unquestionably worth a fifth-round pick. Could could they have legally, like based on the se- like the rules, could they have just traded a fifth-round pick for Rich Gangarello? Or I think you can only trade head coaches. You can only trade head coaches? Well, I mean, there are mm. teams that have traded like broadcasters. So <laughs> <laughs> I think that was in baseball, but still. You prob- no, I think it did happen in football. You probably can't. Because then teams would block requests for guys to get promotions unless it's in a trade situation. Right, right. Yeah, I think you can only trade head coaches because they can't be promoted, you know? And and the two Johns are so close together. Right. I mean, they could have done this deal right. over dinner. Right. Yep. Just say, just like throwing it. that out there. I like it. I like it. If he goes back to the 49ers, I'm convinced. <laughs> and why would he not? I don't know. I mean, they don't really have much um in by way of the the outside linebacker position now they play a four three but right or did they switch to a three four sure yeah okay <laughs> anyways that's my tinfoil hat moment um i think it's i think it's a distinct possibility so any other i mean are there any surprises at outside linebacker that we're going to see from now on Are you asking me if they're going to go get someone else? Or just in in the roster-building process, do we know the four? Because we thought we knew the four. I mean, we thought Jeff Holland had a chance. He was gone. (laughs) We thought um, Dakota Watson was a lock. He's gone. So, no, I don't believe in anything anymore. I think it has to be, though. I I think we've knocked the the only two options out. Yeah. So, I I think that's the four. And in our article on Saturday, we thought we had the four, and – it wasn't the four. Um, now, with defensive line, what's it going to be? Who's it going to be? How's it going to be? What's it going to be? I, th- I was trying to lead you into a song there. How's it going to be when you don't know? Or something you're going like to you're gonna have to keep going. I don't, That's I'm all not, I know. I'm not recognizing it's it. It's like a 90s <laughs> like power ballad. <laughs> Sorry. I liked it. That was good. Oh, okay. By um who? Could not tell you. Yeah, I couldn't either. There was like that. There was this like. Do you remember that commercial? I think it was called like Ballad something Ballad. I don't know, but they would like play a bunch of songs. It was like a CD you could get, of like classic like '90s like like Soundgarden <laughs> and like I don't know. They used to play this commercial all the time. It's like you're speaking Spanish to me right now, and uh, I'm not multilingual. Well, it would be bilingual. Well, I guess you could be multi. You could be trilingual. <laughs> I'm not either. Okay. Anyways. Mike Purcell, welcome to the team, or are they going short on defensive linemen? How short? Because we think we know the starting three, and then uh, Demarcus Walker, I think you can lock him in. Are they gonna, just going to go five? And then Mike Purcell, Mike Purcell is your fifth? Mike Purcell or Deshaun Williams? I think, yeah. Or do you keep both those guys at six? I don't know. I don't know. I'm rooting for Deshaun Williams, though, to, after he talked today. Man, could you... He, a lot of emotion in, in that uh, 
press conference that we weren't even expecting to have. A lot of emotion from him. Seems like he's got a great story, a guy that's a fighter, never never gives up. Um, could you believe his physique? I couldn't believe it at all. I would have guessed, like, outside linebacker with big hips. <laughs> <laughs> Thick outside linebacker. <laughs> uh, I mean, he's six. He's listed at six one two ninety. There's no way he's taller than me. No, no chance. No, no. It, he's under six feet tall, and uh, his legs and the rest of his body outside of his hips don't look like he's two ninety. <laughs> I'm not saying it's a bad thing. You're stuck about on his, his hips, man. <laughs> <laughs> looks like one of those. Like I don't even know what dolls they are. The opposite of like an hourglass. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's like a spinning top. Exactly. Yes, a dreidel. <laughs> no, not a dreidel. I'm talking about the ones that's like, like a dreidel is like a cube with a, a, like a rounded. Oh, I yeah, okay. A I know top exactly that just what you're goes straight. About. Like, uh, yep. what's that movie? Is it Inception? Yes. Where he spins the thing. Yep. Yep. Yeah. That that's thing. Exactly. <laughs> exactly it. <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, those guys have a chance now. I, I think they're going five. I, I just – are you telling me that Zach Kerr was their seventh? Yeah, which is wild. Wild. I think he was their – he was going to be their sixth. And they're saying, we're not keeping six. We respect him a lot. Let's give him a chance to go. And are they figuring that out now because they're realizing, okay – Drew's going to be on the roster. Joe Jones, we have to carry him. And all of these six to eight week guys, Theo Riddick, Andy. we're going to carry him. And oh my gosh, boy, this is this is brutal. Yeah. Going down the list. But they're probably they're probably not making these moves if they think they're gonna put all of those guys on IR, right? Well, Zach, this is what the people want to hear. They want to hear that the Broncos cleared up about three million dollars in cap space. And they, and they want to hear that that is a precursor to something else. Are you, are you willing to go down that road for the people? That's what they want to hear. You know what? $3 million would buy you. Um, Von Miller's left leg? <laughs> Probably not. Probably wouldn't even buy that. It'd buy you Zach Kerr. Ah. I mean, I, I mean to, to be honest, he was $2.5 million this year. So that's the type of player you, you're getting if you do that. Now, I think with the $3 million they saved, I think they had like $1.5 million in cap space before making these moves. So they have roughly $5 million. I don't think they're going out there. I mean, what, what quote, big name are you going to get, Ryan? Is it a juicy backup quarterback? I don't think so. Why would you bring in a, a quote, big-time backup quarterback for two to six weeks when, when you have Drew Locke, who's clearly going to be the backup? Is it a defensive lineman? Well, you just cut a defensive lineman. What is it? It's Brock Osweiler time. <laughs> I knew you had something juicy. Why not? Let me just ask you this. You need, a, you, have, you need a guy to start one game. Who do you want, Brock Osweiler or Kevin Hogan? And don't even hesitate. Brock. Obviously. It's not even close. It's not even close. No. If Brock was out here from day one, he would have wiped the floor with Kevin Hogan in this competition. But here's the thing. You sign Brock for the money that you already had in, in cap space. Yeah, you sign him for that $1.5 million. I mean, you, you sign him for the veteran men. He said he'll play for free. <laughs> Literally. He did. he did. What about a third reunion with him? I think it's happening. But I don't think that's why they're saving this money. Um you think it's happening, huh? Yep, I do. When? 
Saturday, just like it did last time. Mm-hmm. Two years ago. Yep. Wow. What I mean, I just don't understand why you wouldn't do it. And then cut Kevin him. Kevin Hogan's more mobile. Cut him when Drew's back. Maybe. Mm, now you have your veteran quarterback. Now you have the tallest quarterback room ever. <laughs> oh my god, Vance would love that. Oh man, <laughs> I kind of hope it doesn't happen just to just to save us the energy that it takes to talk about it. But uh, I just I think they're gonna go get a veteran quarterback. There's I mean, how can you possibly? How can you look at what happened on Saturday night and say, hey? That's all right. Let's just do that. You can't. You can't. You, what you can't do is you can't have your head coach have the confidence or lack of confidence where 72 hours before your final preseason game, he's saying, I need to see more. I need one of these guys to separate themselves. How confident are you in your backup quarterback needing five preseason games to separate themselves either from a journeyman or – an undrafted rookie. That's it's not good, Ryan. It's not good. What I mean, you don't need to be a coach and like be in Vic Fangio's shoes to say like you haven't seen enough. We haven't seen even close to enough. We haven't seen a single play that's enough. A throw, uh, uh, a moment in practice. There hasn't been a single sign that tells us that's a good idea. One of the last times Brock Osweiler was on a field with the Broncos, Ryan, he was putting up a near-perfect passer rating, was hitting bombs to Jeff Hireman in the middle of the field, was beating the Colts, the Andrew Luck-less Colts, might I add, in Indianapolis. Boy, that would be that'd be something else. That'd be quite a storyline for cut day. Again. I just, I, I mean, was that actually the last time he was – I, I don't think it was the very the, last game, but it was it was close to the end. It, it was the second to last game of the season. Did he start that week 17er against the Chiefs? Probably, and probably fell flat on his face. Who else would have been the option? Paxton. Yeah, and Paxton was hurt. It would have been... Who no, was the, I think it was Paxton. I think it was Paxton. Against the Chiefs, right? Yeah. Wasn't it Patrick Mahomes? Yep. Paxton came yep. back from pa- the ankle injury? Yep. It was Paxton Mahomes. Man, I thought that was a career ender when I saw <laughs> him on the sideline. <laughs> it was Paxton and Patrick. Yeah, I think Paxton Lynch played better. He did. I think he had Statistically. I think he had two touchdowns or something his Yikes. last game as a Bronco as well. I'm trying to look up. Why is it so hard to look up what quarterbacks are free agents right now? Because there's none. As Vic says, look around the league. They're not sitting around for you. Well, there's only one that I've been able to uncover uh, unequivocally. Brock? Colin Kaepernick. Oh. Is Andrew Luck a free agent? No. Not right now. I know you couldn't pick him up. There's plenty of questions about this uh, <laughs> in, the, in the questions. So uh, why don't we go down that road when we get to the questions? Uh, but before we get to the questions, Breckenridge beers, man. Uh, for, for a hot second, I thought they might be getting the naming rights, but I don't think that's happening anymore. Wouldn't that be something sweet? Breck Bruce, Breck Brew Field at Mile High Stadium. Are you kidding me? Damn good stadium. Oh. I was getting excited about it, but sources indicate that it is not the name that has been rumored. And I guess we can touch on that maybe a little bit later. I'm someone I'm, I'm sure will bring it up in the comments. If not, 
There's rumors that the Broncos are close to a deal. Anyways, Breck Brew, no rumors there. That's just a damn good beer every single time. It's a fact, not a rumor. And last night, went over to the Spano residence, hanging out with the Spano fam. Had a great time. His kids are awesome. And Brandon made an incredible meal. And nothing paired better with it than some good old Breck brews. Meatballs or what? No, I, you know, that's what I joked about. I thought, like, <laughs> Brandon's like, you want to come over for Spano family dinner? I'm like, what is this going to be? You're just going to take, like, a giant tub of spaghetti and meatballs and just pour it out on the table and everyone. But, no, it was a barbecue chicken. Mm. Listen to the amount of sides we had here. Barbecue chicken, Brussels sprouts, corn on the cob, baked beans, coleslaw. Oh. Uh, that's my dream right there. That's a perfect I think, meal. I think that was it. And all of that pairs perfectly with any Breck brew. And I had the Colorado Core. That's a new one that they've just released. Mm. It is like um, it's like apple ale slash cider slash champagne. Ooh. That's how I would describe it. It's like a dr- it's like a very drinkable champagne with a little apple taste to it. That sounds amazing because sometimes champagne just is isn't very it's, drinkable. It's too like fizzy. Yeah. To to really drink, it's like it's like if you took champagne and turned it into a beer, then add a little apple flavor. In it's there. a little too much jumping on the tongue for me. So that sounds perfect. <laughs> jumping on the tongue. There's so, <laughs> one of our commenters always says like uh, that we always drop album names. There's one for you. <laughs> jumping on the tongue. Uh. So anyway, shout out Breck Brew. As you know, as you always know, damn good beers. All right, let's take a quick break. When we come back, we got your questions. Diamond Club Baseball has produced elite athletes for 10 years now and is even trusted by your Colorado Rockies to run their scout team program. Diamond Club is based right here in Denver, and their goal is to treat player development just like it's a minor league organization so that your child can be set up for the ultimate success. Everyone works together to make sure that everyone's getting the proper instruction that they need to help youth athletes grow and to become great ball players yet enjoy the game. That's why I have my son playing with Diamond Club because it's it's a great way to really show them they're, they're learning baseball the right way. That was Sean. As he mentioned, his son plays on a Diamond Club team. They offer multiple summer camps, private lessons, high school teams, and youth competitive teams. Plus their prices are more affordable than their competition. Diamond Club has very fair price. You know, when you kind of pay and know that all fees for the tournaments, fields, uniforms, and instruction are taken care of, as well as getting access to some of the things that other programs don't offer, like entire team instruction and fitness programs, you know, the whole package to really make sure that a ball player ends up a well-rounded youth athlete. Believe us when we tell you that after experiencing the knowledge, positive attitude, work ethic, and fun that their summer camps provide, your child will want to play on one of their teams. Check out diamondclubbaseball.net today to learn more. Jumping into the questions here on the BSN Broncos podcast in a, in a light day today, Zach. We're in the 30s. <laughs> it's wild. It is wild. First one comes in from T-Dubs. He says, hey, guys, if Drew Locke goes to IR, how confident can we feel in Kevin Hogan as a backup? Based on what I've seen uh, this preseason, I guess we can just pray that nothing happens to Flacco. Thanks for the amazing content, as always, boys, and I'll touch wood for you there. Here's what Flacco needs to do. Flacco needs to stay healthy at least for as long as until Drew Locke can be back, if needs, that answers your question. He needs to stay healthy all year. Uh, and by the way, on Drew Locke, remember – and I forgot this until our man Andrew Mason, the smartest person on earth, reminded me this morning 
Drew has to make the 53. Then you can put him on IR. Then you can figure out what you're doing next. He can't if you put him on IR today. He's say done. say you did that accidentally, uh, you would be in trouble because he would not be able to come back at all this season. So he's got to make the 53, be on the 53 for, I don't know, uh, a few seconds, is, or is there like a rule? It has to be a day. I think you have to wait. I think you got You just have to cut down to 53. Yep. Submit your 53. Once that's in, you can move into IR. And then you try to pick up everyone you cut to do that. And then you get your option of Brock Osweiler or Colin Kaepernick. <laughs> two confirmed free agent quarterbacks. I can guarantee you which one John would choose. Got to be the one with more talent, more proven ability, playoff wins. Got to be, be the one that doesn't wear his number. Mm, okay. Yeah. Whatever floats your boat. Um, the next one's from Count Flacula. It says, gents, one of my favorite things in the world is listening to you banter. It's one of my new pleasures in life. So here's one for you. Well, thank you. <laughs> if you could only watch one of the other major sports, including college, AAA, high school, etc., for the rest of your life, which would it be? You get to keep football, of course, for the sanity of the BSN family. But what would the other be? Love the Count. College football. No, no, no. You get football. You get football. Oh, boy. AFL. Arena Football League. What did you say? AFL. CFL. CFL XFL. XFL. <laughs> wow. Want to keep going? That's, that's all I could do. Oh, what's the other one? AAF. USFL. You won't be watching AAF for long. No, it's over. Oh, boy. That's tough. It wouldn't be hockey for me. Um, <sighs> mm, I'd probably rather watch the Rockies just straight up over... The Nuggets, although that is tough, but in terms of a sport, mm, I don't. A, I don't watch non-Rockies baseball. Me either. I do watch non-Nuggets basketball. Me too. So as a sport, you probably got to go basketball, and also it lines up better with the season with football. Here's what what seals the deal for me. March Madness. It's the uh, greatest thing on earth. I love Forgot March Madness. Drinks. Yep. I yep. love March Madness so deeply. Yep. And if it wasn't for that, I would actually put hockey in this conversation because I think hockey is one of the best sports to watch in person, if not the best sport to watch in person. It is so electric to me. Um, but do you go into 40 hockey games a year? I'm not going to 40 anything games a year. <laughs> um, but I love, I love hockey a lot. But the combination of NBA, which just – I mean, it just keeps getting more and more popular, and and it's become more of a part of the culture. The combination of that and March Madness. March Madness has dropped dead. And also, like, the two major sports at CU, football and basketball. I'm, I'm, there's no way I'm giving up Buffs basketball so I can watch the Avalanche. Right. There you go. There you go. Next one coming in from Nathan Worley. He says, who says no? Colts offer the Broncos a 2021st for Joe Flacco. Well, I know who says no. The Broncos. Because the, otherwise, their starting quarterback is Kevin Hogan. The Colts. Oh, my God. The Colts say no. Well, I mean, both teams say no. It's a terrible deal for both sides. John Elway gets a fantastic reason to start the Drew Locke era. In week five? Week two. Drew's out one week. And you're just taking an L week one. I mean, I guess for, for a first-round pick. Exactly. For a first-round pick. This is a, this is a both teams say a hard no. I mean, I guess the Broncos. Let's say let's say the trade is uh, let's say the trade's offered when when Drew is healthy, the Colts say. Oh yeah, of course, Drew's healthy, but that's the the wrinkle here. We have no idea how long Drew's going to be out. Let's say Drew realistically misses two weeks. You should do the deal. 
but they built their entire offseason around Joe Flacco. But you get the excuse, the built-in excuse to say, John Elway John gets to start the Drew Locke era with a great excuse and a great reason to. He traded a fourth-round pick and turned it into a first-round pick. It cost him $0. Yep. And he got a quarterback. And maybe he gets a win or two out of it. And? So it costs him about a million, a million dollars per game. Oh, you're saying this happens into the season because sure. like Jacoby Week Brissett three. got Week injured? Week three. They're 2-0. and 1-1. Oh. One and one. The Broncos? Yeah. Oh, but I'm saying the Colts are 2-0. and oh. Like, they're oh, like, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. we're right. a, pro- we're a right. playoff team. Right. Um, yeah, you do the deal. For sure you do the deal. But yeah. I just... I, uh, Would the Colts do the deal? They're they're two and zero. Oh, no, 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 no. You cannot give up a first round pick for Joe Flacco. Not for Joe. For Drew, they might do it. <laughs> <laughs> then you're turning a second into a first. Uh, I like the. I thought this was too obvious. I never even thought about the Colts' perspective. To be honest, I instantly read it and thought the Broncos aren't trading Flacco. And then I never even thought about how the Colts would be very dumb to do that. Yeah. What did um? What did? The Vikings trade for Sam Bradford. Was that a first-round pick? Yep. Oh, my God. First-round pick. What idiots. Yep. You get desperate. This is similar. I mean, obviously, it wasn't... The tickets have already been sold. The boos have already been booed. There's (laughs) no way. There's no way that they would do that. Also, you... If you're the Broncos, you do that in a heartbeat. And the more I think about it... Could you imagine from a Colts perspective, too... What if they do start 2-0 and or 1-1 and and there's enough hope where they want to go out and get Joe Flacco? Or right now, they say we got to have something for this year because this is the most hope we've had. What if they go out and Joe Flacco has a below-average year for Joe Flacco and the Colts go 4-12 and and then you get a top-five pick? Or like Flacco gets hurt or something. Yeah, yep. I mean, and then it's the Chad Kelly I, show. See, I still think the Bron- if it was offered right now, I don't think. Oh God, that would be silly to not. But I don't think the Broncos would take it. I think they would. I, I just think John would say, "You're going to pay me to drive my shiny new car instead of have it sit in the garage." Absolutely. But the shiny new car is in the shop. Yeah. So you're gonna walk to work for like two weeks. Yeah, with John's knees, it's probably not <laughs> ideal. But you know what? You're doing it. <laughs> you take the 1989 broken down Honda and you make it work for talk, two weeks. Talk about Vikings disease. That's what the Colts would have <laughs> if they made this trade. Wow. Hopefully that was this, impressive. Thank you. <laughs> Anyways, good, uh, good prompt. I thought it was easy. It wasn't as easy as I thought. I like that. I like that. Next one coming in from Omaha. Alex says, gents, thanks for the coverage. Stop. Stop. What? Oh, stop being. Stop being so convincing with your sponsors. I'm addicted to the WGT game now. I started a country club called BSN. Feel free to join. Did you join the country club? I absolutely be doing that. I'm already in it. Oh. One step ahead of you. (laughs) Always. (laughs) Um, I don't know what it does, but I'm in it. I think it's just a place where wealthy people that drive the fancy cars that trade first round picks go. Hmm. Yeah. So we get to do that now. We get to do that. Cool. I'm excited to be part of it. <laughs> From Steve Atwater Hall of Fame, Andrew Luck retiring gives the Broncos a winnable road game. Mm. 
that I personally had as an L before the news broke yesterday. This may not seem like a big deal, but it does decrease the degree of difficulty in what was a grueling schedule. Win all the games at home and two road games, Colts and Raiders, and we could easily be looking at 10-6. and six. Maybe I'm over- oversimplifying things, maybe a little bit. But I believe the home field advantage of Mile High Stadium. I know you guys aren't ready for predictions yet, but would you have also marked the game at the Colts as a lock before Luck retired? Certainly. A loss. Marked it as a loss? Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Now, how do you feel about it? I've seen the Broncos go into that building against Jacoby Brissett with Brock Osweiler as their quarterback (laughs) and get a win. So I think they can do it. (laughs) I think so, too. And that is at a crucial time in the schedule. Ryan, here's what you have leading up to that. Broncos go into L.A. to play the Chargers. It's going to be a tough one. Easy win. Titans at home. Easy win. Okay. Don't disagree with you there. Now you have the Chiefs at home on a short week. Easy win. <laughs> <laughs> Colts on the road. If if they on had a long Andrew, week. If they had Andrew Luck though. Yeah, that's Chiefs. A, Andrew you have a Luck, real chance to blow three out of four there. Then the Browns. Mm. Then the Vikings on the road. Vikings suck. Then the Bills on the. I mean, it is. The Bills it is, are great. If, <laughs> What did you say about the Browns, though? I think you said that's a loss. It is. Yeah, because Browns are going to win more games than the Bills. Because Baker is so awesome. <laughs> and he's my guy. So nope. I appreciate you talking about my guy. He's like been that. my guy since, <laughs> since day one. Just like Kyler. I have a lot of guys now. You do have a lot of guys. I'm stacking up guys. What about Jacoby Brissett? Can we put him on your, your guy list? I've always been a Jacoby Brissett believer. <laughs> I actually said the Broncos should have drafted him back when he was in the draft. Um, and now the, the Colts, just like Jacoby Brissett, if you could draw up a scenario for a guy like Jacoby Brissett to have success in the NFL, he just got like God is looking down on him because he just got put into a place where they have built everything around the quarterback. Yep. And then this guy who's like, like – I compare him talent-wise. He's, like, right there with Dak Prescott in my eyes. Okay. And now he's going into the Dak Prescott situation. Right. Great offensive line, great defense, decent weapons, just not the the running back that that, uh, Dak had. I think Jacoby Brissett could really surprise people. I think so, too. And that's why I don't think this is – I'm not sharpieing in a W here. You can never sharpie in Ws on the road. Right. And are you writing this in pencil? Or are you just leaving it blank? Uh, I'm in wait and see mode, just like all the Vegas sports books. Some guy, right after Andrew Luck retired, tried to run to the window and get Colts to miss the playoffs plus 325. And he was denied. They had taken everything off the board, so I'm taking everything off the board. Another sports book totally messed up. Like 20 minutes after the news broke. Some guy put down like a, a couple thousand dollar bet for the same thing. They didn't know the news had broke. Oh, someone got to get fired. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> Speaking of bets in Vegas, apparently the biggest bet that one Vegas sportsbook has taken on week one college football, somebody put 20 G's, <laughs> 20 big ones, $20,000 on the buffs, not on the money line, to cover 12 and a half in a rivalry game. Is that you? No, God, no. <laughs> I wouldn't put $20 on it. Would you be a wreck right now? Bro, I would not be able to come to work. <laughs> and that game already gives me so much damn anxiety. 
So that'd keep you out of work this week leading up to it. And then after you wouldn't be able to come in either because you would have just made $20,000 or you have just lost $20,000. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be bad. Be, oh my God. I can't believe someone did that. I don't know how these people do this. No. How it, could you do it? The, what, the thing that for me, how could you do it with so much time? There's so much. What if, oh my, I'm not even going to say it. What if someone got injured? <laughs> What like is, who? I'm not like saying who? that name. Uh, You're thinking it, though. That's bad juju right there, Ryan. <laughs> touch wood. Uh, why would you do that? Like, If you're going to do it, do it like five seconds before. The, I, I guess smart bettors always do it early because you get the line. Like, If you really think that a lot of money is going to come in on the buffs, you got to do it early. And the line's already moved to 14 points. But, man. Because of that. The amount of stress throughout the week. Can't, I can't even imagine it. That sounds, that sounds terrible. Really you does. Be, you better be a very wealthy person to do that. Like when I'm in Vegas, I could put like ten bucks on a game and be highly invested in it. Yep. I don't know how. I don't <laughs> know how people do that to themselves. Some people need twenty thousand. Next one coming in from Bronco Nugs says, "Hey guys, new sub here. Welcome. We got him. <laughs> I was wondering with the new VR technology we now have, do you see a possibility where they put Drew on IR and just use VR to develop and train him?" Yeah, I do. I worked on developing the VR tech with a former NFL GM, and it's amazing how whoa, real it is. Whoa, we have some yeah, inside scoop some here. Flex, this is awesome. I really want to see this technology take off and see how it will help other position groups develop once the technology gets there. The first time I tried it, I remember ducking down when a defender was coming right at me to avoid getting sacked. I think it would be a more interesting move when we could save a roster spot for a player we could use now and IR a player we hope we don't have to see this year. What do you guys think? And could they even do this? Man, that is so awesome. You do have the inside scoop. If they do IR Drew Locke, it's, they might as well call it VRing him because he can't practice. <laughs> so, yeah, he'll be up in that room all day or day just VRing it up. And that's the biggest yep. problem with the IR is not being able for him to practice for half a year. And then the development. Yes, VR helps, but it's not like practice. It's not like practice. That would be such a bummer. I want to do the VR. What are my, what are my chances of convincing the Broncos to let me do a story on that? Zero. Okay. Yeah, yeah, but try. I'm, feel, I'm feeling ambitious today. I emailed <laughs> Alabama. I'm trying to get Nick Saban on a story I'm writing. I'm, I'm tapping into that wire on, on that conference call. I, maybe I'll say hi. Maybe I'll just listen. You said you give me a zero percent chance of getting this interview. I'll give you a higher percent, a higher percentage of talking to Nick Saban than I will the you VR going upstairs at the VR. Yep, yep. So you gave me a zero on that, though. I'll give you a one percent with Nick. All right, one percent. I'll take that. <laughs> do I? Um, do I get a pizza if that happens? No, no, you. That don't. doesn't cancel the other pizza bet. <laughs> no, but I'm just looking out for your diet, honestly. All right, fair enough. I took a full cheat weekend this oh, weekend. Did it feel good? It felt great. You know what? I just needed it's really sick of a lot of the things I was eating. I needed <laughs> I, a, I needed to press a reset. I bet. And so what did that include? Sushi. Mm. Uh, which really isn't all that unhealthy. Mm-mm. Next night at Blake Street Tavern, I had a buffalo chicken wrap, okay. which was my go-to back in the day. Yep. Still great. Uh, I also had uh I was I was really full really fast. That's a new thing for me. Um so I I ordered a skillet of green chili fries. 
but I was only able to eat like three bites of them before I just passed them down the table. Those looked amazing. I was too dialed into our draft to know what they were until they were gone. Oh, well, I didn't have to worry about it because I had about 16 hours between each pick of the draft. <laughs> um, what else did I have? Really I had quick, Sweet Cow ice cream. Oh, man. Not once, but so twice. Good. So good. You played your cards right. And I had a Snarf sandwich. Oh, all of those sound like winners. It was all good, and and now now I can go back to the grind with a clear mind. Um, but I also, you know what I did on Saturday night? Had some. I had a lot of Breck brews. Yep. And that led, and, and real quick, I'll just read this comment from Aquaman, who says, great time at the draft and watch party. Great to see all the BSN fans and talent. Thanks for working hard to put it all together. And for my prizes. Yeah, he's winning everything. The 20-team league will be interesting or horrifying as starters get injured. Hope to see you guys in December when I go to a Broncos game. So, speaking of the draft party, had had quite a few Breck brews. We did the podcast, had another drink after that. We had some shots. We did it all. <laughs> Woke up yesterday morning. Wasn't feeling so hot. Mm. But. Shocker. Help was on the way. Literally. And we... Uh, we haven't officially started the partnership with these people yet, but I want to tell you guys about it because it was awesome. They're called Vita Mobile IV. They legitimately came to my house, knocked on the door, came in, told me to lay anywhere in my house where I feel most comfortable. I went to my go-to spot on the couch, <laughs> turned on some sports on the TV, and just sat there as they literally hooked it into my veins. <laughs> they hooked me up to an IV gave me a IV drip, completely rehydrated me. And Zach, I kid you not, it took about 30 minutes to drain this bag of fluid into my body, which I had never done anything like that before. And by the end of it, I was 100%. Not even like I went from like 85 to 90. No, I went from like, I say I woke up at about 80%, 100% by the end of it. And I felt great for like the whole rest of the day and this morning. I might as well call you Von Miller. I mean, that's that's a Von Miller treatment right there. It is. Uh, apparently, that's like a thing that happens in ballers. Mm. I'm not a watcher of the show, but like they go ham and then they just get hooked up to an IV the next day so they feel good. That's literally a lifesaver. A day saver. A day saver. So a multi-day saver. Keep it in mind, if you're, you know, I was thinking like, what if you go to ham on the night before your wedding? <laughs> you know, because I've I've been to wedding parties and, and the night before the, the wedding is usually when everyone gets into town. You're meeting up. You're having drinks. Wake up a little hungover. Boom. Fixed. Mm. Maybe uh, you go too hard uh, at the Rocky Mountain Showdown and the next day happens to be cut day <laughs> and you have to come into work and do a press conference with John Elway. Boom. Hit it up right then and there. So big shout out to them. It was, it was actually fun. I don't mind, uh, needles or blood or anything like that. It wasn't, it, I don't even think someone that, d that does mind that. Well, I don't think someone that does mind that would be bothered by it, but it really doesn't bother me at all. So it was just like, boop, boop, boop. Sounds like we may need to be making some calls. What kind of calls for this weekend? Oh yeah. Set me up again. <laughs> I was making a weekly, like, I don't think there's any negative side effects to just hydrating your body so just set me up for like a weekly appointment yeah i don't think there's anything wrong with feeling better no not at all next one coming in from hard rock who says after watching the preseason so far i've come to the conclusion that the nfl needs to go down to just one preseason game and create a developmental league where the players who would be found in a longer preseason can come to light every other sport has a developmental league so should the nfl also 
before people say it's college football, it's not a good developmental league, especially for linemen. Mm, you want to know what's great about college football for the NFL, though? What? It costs them $0.00 and $0.00. Cents. Mm-hmm. And having a developmental league is going to cost you a lot more than $0.00 and $0.00. Cents. Does the NFL need a de- de- developmental league? Yes. Dude, no. Does the NFL believe they need a developmental league? No. Is there any reason that their product would would have them say, you know what, let's just go out and spend a couple hundred million dollars on this? No, because no. People, more people like the product. Actually, you could argue it isn't as good as it could be, but that doesn't matter. Everyone's still showing up to watch every single week. So until you guys <laughs> don't do that, stop watching, and you say it's because there's no developmental league. The NFL has no incentive to do it. They have a free developmental league that completely exploits the players and uh, just puts them on a stage for it doesn't cost anyone any money except for, you know, like putting on the stadium. But in the end, it makes more money than it loses, obviously. Uh, And despite the fact that it's not a perfect system, it's free. Yep. And that is perfect enough right there. So while I agree with you, Hard Rocker, and I certainly agree with you about one preseason game, please Please, please have that happen. If you don't have to spend the money, why would you? I cannot believe there's another game. One more. This, it, I, don't, I, I don't know how the fans feel about this. This is like killing the hype of the season for me. That's why that 10 days off will be good to refresh. It, it is, but like, it's hard for me to separate the fact that none of the players playing are really going to play prominent roles for the Broncos this year with the fact that, like, the football is so bad. Like, it's hard to not come away discouraged Mm -hmm. after watching these games. And I have to keep reminding myself, it doesn't – it's not that big of a deal. It's not that big of a deal. It's not that big of a deal. But I feel like the average fan – let's say you're just a casual Broncos fan and you don't really know the ins and outs of how the preseason is working. You turn on that game on Saturday night, you're like, oh, my God, the Broncos suck this year. Yep, you're exactly right. Next one coming in from Count Flacula. Something that doesn't suck, Ryan, he says – Please, God, tell it. Please, God in heaven, tell me that your rendition of I like the way you move that wasn't planned will be interspersed, will be interspersed, interspersed, interspersed in future pods. Why? Because it's epic AF. And Ados Dios comes in and says, Clipped, new ringtone. Oh my God. And Count Fact that says, OMG, can you send it to me? Funny story. You remember when. OG flip phones came out and you mm-hmm. didn't have the actual song as your ringtone. It was just like a, it was like a, a keyboard version of yep. the song. I actually <laughs> had, I like the way you move. No as my way. That's amazing. It is amazing. <laughs> so now you need the real thing. You need us singing it. What's that now? You need, you need us singing it as your, as your ringtone, the real thing. I Except will, what, what's a ringtone? I don't. Do we still do those? I keep my phone on silent 100% of the time. Has your phone just decided to ring, though? Mine, mine does. My, my phone decided that silent is no longer silent some of the time. Really? Yep, it's on silent and just decides to ring. It's, it's, a, it's like a human rights activist. Can't be silenced. <laughs> exactly. Uh, from Dan Burke. I remember when Vic was assembling his staff... And Woody Page said that Joe Marciano would be joining as a special teams coach. Marciano is Vic's friend from childhood. For whatever reason, Marciano didn't join the staff, but I'd be surprised if McMahon has a very short leash. And a mid-season firing wouldn't shock me if things look like this during the regular season. 
But is he gonna is he gonna get his guy midseason? Probably not. No, you're having Chris Gold step in to be the special teams coach. Yeah, I don't think you can make a midseason hire. It's really tough. No, no, you you can't. So just maybe after this year, that's the one thing that changes. Yeah, and remember, it's still the preseason. You know, Brandon McManus is gonna blast the ball out of the back of the end zone every time and and they're not gonna have to cover too many kicks and as long as you're not having, you know, fumbles, I'll touch wood on uh kickoffs and punts like the job is just to get the ball back to the team so you know maybe he had, he has a, a mcmanus has a good year wadman has a good year and it's not all that bad exactly and ryan next one from bronco duck maybe gives you a little hope to get excited for the season it says all right guys i have a burning question before every hard knocks episode hbo plays the theme song for the show along with the autumn wind poem when the NFL music is playing and the narrator is reciting the stupid Raider poem, it's impossible not to get chills and excitement for the season. So my question is this. Is it possible to hate the Raiders but love the autumn, the, the poem Autumn Wind, asking for a friend? No. It's like saying, is it possible to hate CSU but love their fight song? <laughs> you get, you, it's all a package deal. I'll tell you what, though. The NFL does, or Hard Knocks did a great job of putting that together. I'm not a fan of it. Really? It's, it seems cheesy, yep. but I think it does get you excited. So when I saw it in the first episode, I thought to myself, oh, okay, this is a cool thing to do in the first episode. Mm. I didn't realize it was going to be the theme music every week. <laughs> I'm tired of the poem. I'm over it. But, yeah, no, you can't, you can't, like the po- you can't love the poem and hate the Raiders. I couldn't recite it to you, so that's a good thing. The autumn wind is a something. <laughs> there you go. That's what I could get to. <laughs> <laughs> it's a big word. I remember that. <laughs> I'm not really into big words. You should be. They're good. <laughs> Next one's from Iceman. He says, hey, it's Iceman, a.k.a. Creepy Orange. I'm considering a name change. Don't change your name. I like Iceman a lot. I love Iceman. And by the way, yep. Iceman drank beer on ice at the watch party. Yep. And it looked good. He lived up to the name. He did. And didn't live up to the name Creepy Orange. So (laughs) that's why I want him to keep his name as Iceman. Just a good old guy right there. Says, thanks for the shout out, kids. Mrs. Iceman and yours truly. We're honored to meet the Denver podcast living legends. Ryan, what is your handicap? I don't really know anymore. I used to track it, but it's around a 10. Not bad. He says, Allie and Lindsay were delightful to meet. Allie can light up a dark room with her smile. <laughs> BSN plus BS. What a nice thing. BSN plus BST plus Breckenridge Brewery Oktoberfest equals a damn good Saturday in downtown Denver. Don't forget to add the ice to that beer. Very true. We had so much fun. Thank you all, especially Ryan Clayman. The shock of the watch party was Andrew Luck quitting 12 days before the start of the season. That was the shock. Yeah. That was actually kind of cool. It was. You that saw was it really first. Cool. You saw it for, you broke the news to the party. And it just as disbelief as, I mean. I didn't believe it until he announced it. Yeah. I thought that something was going to change. <laughs> you did. You did. He continues, FYI, Kalfani Muhammad also has a rushing TD for the O. Don't remember that. Jake Butt looked okay. I learned from the preseason that Brett Rippon can be an NFL QB. Hmm. Hmm. I'm still hoping River makes a 53 as a wide receiver slash returner. Well, no one else is making any noise there so he might just win it by default yep he goes on and says so on a mission today i found strawberry sky and i'm cracking one open now oh gosh that is a pretty damn good beer if you like strawberries and i do (laughs) this boy is not a fruity beer drinker 
But I love Breck Brew Strawberry Sky. And that's Go the, Broncos. That's the awesome thing about the Strawberry Sky is it's not – they don't just dump, like, strawberry flavoring in a bad beer and, and call it a beer. Like, like, like Natterdays. Oh, man. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, exactly. It's, it's a great beer with a great strawberry essence to go along with it. Mm. Strawberry Essence, another <laughs> album title. <laughs> strawberry Essence, Dancing on Your Tongue. Speaking of albums, we didn't get to talk about the song much after we played it. Uh, the Reimagined from Phantom Spring that our boy sent us last week. Dude, great song. And I got a DM, we got a DM uh, from Nick Cox last night who was like, have you guys listened to that song? It's incredible. And mm-hmm. we're like, yeah, we played it at the end of the podcast. He's like, oh, I hadn't made it that far. I just stopped during the podcast and went and downloaded it and love the song so uh shout out there great song ryan can people still get in on broncos camp oh yeah it's still going on it's still going on no one's told brandon yet huh no uh, brandon we made it through the watch party without brandon figuring it out i promise you in 72 hours is the final preseason game i think he'll know yeah training camp's over once the preseason's over especially um once there's cut day and everything, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, that's going to be a hard, uh, hard sell. So what do you get with Broncos Camp? Broncos Camp, you're going to get $10 off an annual subscription, which brings it down to $34.99, which brings it down to a nickel a day for Zach and I uh, just to, you know, make some porridge at home. <laughs> to do this podcast, to give you articles, to read you our articles. Yep. And on top of that, you're going to get a silky smooth, super soft t-shirt of your choice i'm sold <laughs> just trying to get another s in there <laughs> uh so make sure you go crush that promo code broncos camp i you, re, like we've never lied to you and said it might not la- like it, it's not gonna last forever but it really might end very soon so if you've been waiting what is wrong with you also go do it soon and let's take a quick break and we'll come back and finish up the rest of your questions When looking for a new home, location is so important. And as sports fans, you obviously want to be close to your favorite sports teams. So if you're in the market of buying a new home, you gotta check out Aria Denver Homes. They are located just 10 minutes away from downtown, Coors Field, Pepsi Center, and Broncos Stadium at Mile High. So what makes Aria Denver unique is the home buying process is all about you. You know, we offer free home inspections. We make sure we're in a great location in Denver. Um, as well as we outreach into the community and have a lot of involvement with a lot of different businesses, as well as you know parks and other areas in the location. Like Tyler mentioned, Aria Denver believes the home buying process is all about you. That's why they offer that free home inspection, customizable finishes, and brand new appliances. But that's not all. So we specifically have a greenhouse on campus at Aria. Um, that residents are able to sign up for a subscription service and have fresh veggies delivered to to their door each week. And then we also have a great relationship with Regis University. So our partnership with Regis allows residents to have access to the fitness center and gym. Move today where everyone wants to live tomorrow. To learn more, go to www.aria.denverskylofts.com or call them today at 720-372-1022. Final segment here on the BSN Broncos podcast. Getting to a question here from Lone Star Bronco to kick things off. He says, no broadcaster has ever been as bad as Nate Burleson. I thought he was liked. I thought so, too. He's good on, uh, what is it, Good Morning Football? Is that where he does his thing? I think that's where he does his sure. thing. Sure. I think. I don't know. <laughs> uh, I thought he was good. Very memorable. He said he called John Kelly, AK-27. 
Don't know what that means. Chad Kelly? Ch- I don't know. Chad Kelly CK6? I have no idea. <laughs> Anyways, he said, bring back Witten, please. Yikes. Must be really bad. Yeah. Anyways, he says, there's got to be a punter somewhere. The stats actually look pretty good for Colby Wadman in the preseason. He's, he, been, he's been up and down, but he's had enough ups. His ups have been really up, and his downs have been really down, but there's been more ups than downs. Just people really remember the shanks. If there were other punters out there, the Broncos would bring them in. Oh, they did. And he was here for 48 hours? Yeah, McLovin did not last <laughs> long. <laughs> and that just shows you what's out there. It's guys that come, and then they're cut. You know who's out there, Zach? Marquette, Marquette King. King. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that ain't happening. He says, at this point, just throw a Hail Mary every fourth down and hope for a P.I., a touchdown, or a pick way down the field. Wow. I just feel like he had, like, Colby Wadman had a boomer in that game. He did? He's not getting credit for his ups. Didn't he average 50 yards a punt? Yes. Yeah. It's as good as you're going to get right now. That's as good as you're going to get really ever. Next one coming in from NJ Bronco 85 says, what's up, boys? First thing first, your late night pod was pure comedy. Easy on the ears and hilarious. We need more late night with Zach and RK. Well, you'll get another one Thursday night. Hopefully. <laughs> Hopefully we make it that far. <laughs> Just wanted to share. Hopefully we make it that far. Oh, because of preseason. Just I can't. I don't know yeah. if I can do much more of this. Much more of us? <laughs> much more of what? It's not you. It's me. <laughs> and there we go. Do we even make it an hour through? And the breakup has happened. Oh, I just the preseason like <laughs> the fact like the fact that we've been able to make preseason what I, what I think is somewhat entertaining. Yeah, has been uh, a miracle, and it's taken all of my energy out of me. Imagine if this team is good. Wow, that just sounds fun. Just at some time, doesn't that sound fun? Yeah, I would rather cover regular season losses than preseason <laughs> whatever we're watching. We're not even covering preseason yeah. wins. So, <laughs> just wanted to share some excitement. It's been a long Friday here in New Jersey, and hearing about those glorious Breck broods made it not made it difficult not having access to them. Lo and behold, my coworker has a second job working at a liquor store, which have the sampler pack and Strawberry Sky. I'm sure you know how the weekend's going to go. Thanks for the damn good recommendation. Damn good story. Damn good friend you have there. But you had a damn good weekend. I'm sure you did. Next one's from Vaughn, father of Tom. He says, long time, no comment. I don't know if I'm listening to this podcast or my mom's music playlist sometimes when listening. <laughs> What's crazy is that Vaughn, father of Tom, is so young that his mom listens to the music that we listen to like Outcast. What? Okay, Vaughn, father of Tom. <laughs> right. Young, He's young. Young right. kid. Got it. He's so young that his mom, like his mom's playlist has outcast on it. Like we are close to his mom's age. Yeah. Like what is your mom's playlist? It's, it's also music that I enjoy that my girlfriend makes fun of me for. But what is it? Um, oh boy. Things 30 years ago. (laughs) (laughs) Can you not name one song that your mom likes? No. Okay. Like my mom's whole playlist is like Garth Brooks and like George Strait old school country stuff mm. which i do enjoy but like my mom is definitely not playing i like the way you move in the car john denver that's on my mom's list. all right there you go it's good music too it's just funny it's funny that he thinks like we, we haven't even sung any throwbacks no right true throwbacks yeah <laughs> anyway he says with the sudden retirement of andrew luck the Colts seem to have fallen off but my question is could this open up a playoff spot for us i say the chief wins the west cleveland up north the pats in the east and houston in the south now this could leave multiple teams contending for a wild card spot, including us, the Chargers, Ravens, Steelers, and maybe even Jacksonville. No. 
what do you guys think could happen here? I say the AFC just got a little, a lot more juicier, a lot more juicier. Um, yeah, absolutely. You took a team out. You she, took you took a playoff team out. Absolutely, and you're right. Houston was going to be competing for a wild card spot. Now they're the division. Now, it re- I think it really opens it up. I think the Colts are still going to win the division. Honestly, wow, at eight and eight, mm, something like that. Um, so it, it to me, it actually doesn't take a playoff team out. Mm. The more that I think about it, um, but it might. I just I don't I don't have no trust in Houston. None. I think the Colts are in a really bad spot right now because they have a quarterback that's good enough, but not good enough to to really not Make even noise. win a championship. But yeah, get them to the playoffs. Yeah, you you don't want to be where they are, but no. I, I think they might still win that division. They have a great defense and an awesome offensive line. I wonder what the odds are going to be when they open back up. I think they're back, and they're like three to one to win their division. Are they the favorites? I don't know. I, I doubt it. Wild. I do not trust the Texans at all. That's fair. That's fair. I mean, it, it's hard to trust that. But Next, so I guess it, in the end, it, it, for me, it doesn't matter because I don't think Houston is good enough to win the division. <laughs> how do you? How do we pronounce? Okay. Oh, next one from Jewel Flackway says there can only be one Andrew L blank C K <laughs> in the NFL. Drew is the Highlander. Yeah, people thought I was making a pun the other night when I said it's Andrew Locke's time, but no, that's his real name. Yep, yep, exactly. I out like with, that. Out with Andrew Luck, in with Andrew Locke. Man, it all happened so quickly. It did. Especially From, when the Broncos trade Joe Flacco to the Colts for a first-round pick. Then it's really going to happen quickly. Can they bring Chad Kelly back in the deal, too? At <laughs> least <laughs> give them a competent backup. From Ryan Clayman, hey, BSN family. Glad everyone enjoyed the cold snacks on me. Hopefully next year I can buy everyone around in person. We're looking forward to that. The man RC. says, I do have a football question. I keep hearing that teams are afraid to trade for Jadavian Clowney because of his franchise tag, but I was under the impression that you could still sign the players, but that you just lose the franchise tag for the length of the contract. For example, you lose the franchise tag for seven years if the contract is for seven years. Is that right or just a rumor? Also wanted to wish everyone luck this year in fantasy. Zach, I can't wait for our matchup. Mm. Thank you and keep up the awesome work. Signed the GM of the RRPPO 30 for 30. Yeah, he, uh, he drafted Phil Lindsay fifth overall in our draft. Steal. Got the Broncos defense. He's, he's, he got McManus, I think, he's too. He's riding or dying with these Broncos. I only got one Bronco-ish on my team, and that's the defense. Ish. Oh, okay, yeah. Well, it's just yeah. not one Bronco. Right, it's a right. collection of them. So, RC, I think everyone hopes that your team wins because that would mean very good things for the Broncos. Absolutely. Absolutely. So what does this explain to the, the franchise tag? I guess he's saying if you sign them after they're already on the franchise tag, like after the date, then you lose the ability to use the franchise tag again. I'm not aware of that. Hmm. I'm not either. That's a really in-depth question. The Broncos don't need him, though. No. It wouldn't make sense. You'd have to pay him a lot for that premium position. You got Malik Reed, right? Yep. <laughs> From Gabe Grigo, right? Yep. With the Andrew Luck retirement, I got a random thought. What would happen in a world where the Colts find their long-term replacement for Luck? Meanwhile, he decides to return to football after time away and being completely healthy. Teams could try to acquire him, and if things don't work out with Flacco slash Luck, could you envision him following similar footsteps of Elway and Peyton Manning going from Indianapolis' quarterback to Denver's quarterback? 
Could you also see him being as successful as Elway and Manning in Denver? Sorry for the long comment. I was just curious your opinion on this thought. Keep up the good work and go Broncos. Very interesting. Now, they would have to find his replacement soon, and I don't think that's going to happen. Uh, you know, maybe a Trevor Lawrence two years down the line is when they find the replacement. Uh, but if I wouldn't be shocked if Andrew Locke, Andrew Luck, there we go. I'm getting confused by this. If he gets the itch to come back in a year but then he'd be with the Colts the Colts wouldn't have found his replacement he would stay there but mm, it just seems like he went this far in the offseason how certain was he about retiring wouldn't be shocked I would be he's a smart guy I think yeah, he really yeah. thought this decision through and I don't think he wants to be like looked at as a flip-flopper it'd be a pretty bad look for him to quit on his team <laughs> 12 days before the season and then go join another team a year later I think maybe you see it. Should Monday Night Football be reaching out to him right now? Absolutely. Because he can still travel the world then. Kind of has a weird voice, but still. <laughs> Tony Romo. was di- You thought Tony Romo was dying, diagnosing defense as well. Yeah. Andrew Luck. I would, I would definitely be more inclined to listen. Oh, absolutely. Next one from Broncos Rush. He says, all right. Anyways, I don't think that's possible. I know everyone, like, when you don't have a quarterback, everyone's looking for any possible way you can get a quarterback. I don't think that's the one. I don't think it's possible for the Broncos to, to get him either. Next one from Broncos Rush says, all righty. So here's a hopeful dream possibility, unrealistic scenario. What are the chances we convince Andrew Luck to come oh play for next year? I don't care what the contract details are that he's retiring on or anything. Nope. Yeah, won't won't happen, as a uh, some artist says. Dream on, dream on. You really don't know who that is? No, it's Aerosmith. Yeah, that was be, that was gonna be my guess. Uh-huh, sure. <laughs> what were you really gonna say? I was Old actually gonna, I was actually going to say Aerosmith. Okay, I, right. I can I can promise you. All that. right, fair enough. <laughs> From T Dubs as well, boys. I had to drive to Wyoming to get it, but I'm happy to report the Vanilla Porter and Strawberry Sky are as great as advertised. Mm. It was worth driving out of state for. What else can I say but damn good beers? (laughs) Just a quick follow-up. Strawberry Sky is the best beer I've ever had, and that is no lie. I had to drive across state lines to get it, and they only had two six-pack. That's actually really depressing because my new favorite beer is many miles away. Sounds like I'll be making frequent trips to Wyoming now. We don't even know where he lives. He could live in uh, Texas. I like Strawberry Sky, and I can't not lie. Mm. Didn't, didn't really work mm. <laughs> from broncos sixers 1230 campfire song song duet that is all go broncos is that another uh spongebob song the campfire song i don't know we'll have to do our research okay go ahead next one from chris o'brien he says i think this andrew luck retirement news is a pretty big deal from a broncos perspective obviously it makes the schedule a bit easier this season and breaks up a tough mid-season stretch in the schedule but we also need to remember that the colts were pretty much going to be sharpied in as a playoff team every year from here on out they were on the up and up that's probably going to be one less afc competitor for the broncos to be worried about in future playoff races or even playoff matchups that's good news for the roster of up-and-coming young guys in Denver. Also, hoping to see Chad Kelly get an opportunity this year in Indy. One, one bad snap away. That's crazy. What if he comes in and lights it up and beats the Broncos? That, I actually thought about that the other day. I'm like, holy cow, that could happen. Chad Kelly could slice and dice the Broncos. Thanks to a Von Miller Halloween party. Not Von's fault, but it was hosted by him. Remember last year in the preseason when Chad Kelly was playing and like they actually scored points and stuff? Boy, those those were the best times. 
those were great. I remember like Philip Lindsay ran a little Texas route and Chad put it on his chest and then Cortland Sutton caught one from Chad Kelly. I think that's more touch more passing touchdowns the Broncos have had all, all uh all that, preseason. That literally was the best of times and the worst of times. <laughs> What's that a reference from? <laughs> I don't know. It's like a famous saying though. It is the first line of a famous book. I'm gonna guess the catcher in the rye. That sounds right. I would not argue. I'm going to look that up, see uh, how, how smart I am. It's very rare that I'm able to reference a book. So, you two uh, for two. In referencing books? Oh, just in and In nailing references today? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, you remember when I wrote that article a couple of years ago about why the Broncos should go after Kirk Cousins? And the reason was because there's, there was, like, no quarterback talent in the AFC. Mm-hmm. The only, like, one you could make a case for at that time was Andrew Luck. Like, as the guy who could hold it down after Brady and the old guard, Rivers, you know, leave. Roethlisberger. Right, leave. Um, now you've got Patrick Mahomes who kind of threw a wrench in the gears of all of that. Baker. Baker, yeah. So it's changed a little bit. But it is crazy to look back and, like, think, like, okay, well, we thought Andrew Luck would still be 10 years of, you know, whatever. Right, yeah. Wild. All right, uh, you want to get this next one? Next one from Willie Thomas says, Broncos just cut Dakota Watson to make room with all the injuries. What do you think, who do you think will take the open spot, but Carter or a different outside linebacker? I got it wrong, Zach. Ah, It was a tale of two cities. Ah, of course, of course. Uh, An old, long book. Do you know who that's by? Definitely not. (laughs) I'll say... Come on, just guess the most famous old-timey author you can think of. Um... Well, until you set me up like that, I was just going to go with something like Charles Olson. Oh, you were really close. You got the first name. <laughs> Charles Dickens. Ah, yeah, that's a good one. I thought you were going to nail it. I was going to give you mad props. <laughs> anyway, what was the question? Oh. Who do you think takes Watson's spot? I think it's Justin Hollins. And they classify him as an outside linebacker. And then that opens up uh, a room, a spot for Joe Jones as an inside linebacker. And I think they might go pursue another inside linebacker that gets cut or maybe is on the trade block, something along those lines. I completely agree. He says, is anything even remotely interesting going to happen until this season? If this last game of week three of preseason, I can't imagine how ugly game four will be. Me either, bud. Me either. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dreading it with, uh, with all of my heart. At least we'll have each other, right? That we will have. We truly have to sit in. The, we have to sit in the press box this time and watch that product with no beer, no beers. Well, <laughs> who's this, who's stopping us? Who says no? Security at the front. I'm willing to try. I, I love it. I love the effort. From Illinois Bronco, is preseason over yet? No, one more week. Great. Do you guys think they'll ever shorten the preseason down to two games and have an 18-game regular season? I don't know. <laughs> I hope. Why not? Um, CBA. Why can't that just be negotiated? I, I don't understand. Isn't that a win-win for everyone? Well, no. The players have to play more games. They don't play in these preseason and games. And they get paid more. They do get paid more. You know, in, in this scenario, and you say, well, why would the owners want to pay them more? Well, because the owners are making more. So... I don't understand why. No, they might actually get paid less because you have to make the roster bigger. But you have so much more money from two real games as opposed to preseason games. True. I mean, it, it, if, if it's the way I'm thinking about it in my head, then I just think it makes too much sense, even though guys like Vic Fangio won't want it. Come on. He's not going to have a say when all of this comes down to the wire. If all of that lines up, then yeah, it's going to happen. 
Fair enough. He finishes by saying, also, I managed to get my hands on some strawberry sky. Only had to travel two and a half hours to get it, and it was so worth it. Definitely a damn good beer. We're going to get like uh, contacted by like some environmentalists <laughs> who are saying, like, stop making people drive all over the country <laughs> to get this beer. This is a damn good community. This is so freaking cool. It the is. The lengths people are going and how they're drinking it and who they're drinking it with. And Friday, they're going out and loading up for the weekend. It is awesome. It's so cool. And I'm just glad that everyone has come back with a positive review because really and entirely, it is a damn good beer. And I think that was a damn good podcast. I think so. So that's going to wrap it up for us today on the BSN Broncos podcast. We will, of course, be back with you tomorrow. We thank you for listening. Subscribe using promo code BroncosCamp. We thank you for getting us our five-star rating back on iTunes, as we deserve it, we think. And uh, we thank you guys for everything you always do for us. Hey, and I hit 10,000 followers. Hey! RK10K. RK10K. It's in the books. What are we going for now? 20K. Uh, 15K seems like a, a good goal. Uh, we gotta got to think of a tune, a little jingle. Okay. RK15K. doesn't really work. R- RK11K? I don't think it worked. Ryan's 15. Ooh, that was pretty bad. <laughs> All right. I'm going to pause this uh, and end this podcast before you do anything more <laughs> like that. We'll catch you guys later. It's getting me down. Waiting up for you. It's Allie and Lindsay here, and we want to talk to you about our new favorite wine subscription. It is Winester. The best thing about Winester is that they work with small wineries. You know BSN loves supporting small local businesses, and Winester is just that, supporting real people making real wine. These guys will curate a hand-picked shipment for you from the best small wine producers in the U.S. So my favorite part about Winester is the fact that I don't really know much about wine, and when I go to a liquor store, I tend to gravitate towards the same wine I've always had instead of trying something new. But with Winester, they make the process so easy. That's exactly right, Allie. And from my perspective, you guys, I love wine and have tried so many different types of wine at different price points. And Winester is not only easy, but it is quite literally some of the best wine I've ever tasted, and it makes for an amazing gift. What's also ideal about Winester is that you can pick your shipments based on your schedule. That's right, Allie. So whether you're a casual drinker or you love hosting parties, you can get your shipment based on your lifestyle. So head to their website today, you guys. That's W-I-N-E-S-T-Y-R, Winester.com. We've got BSN25 promo code for you, and you can save $25 off your first order. 